Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Because of the way social media is framing relationships now, people feel as though it's my way or the highway. And it begs the question... What is appropriate behavior when it comes to being in a relationship? Mm. Just because it's in a public space doesn't make your point valid. Right. Do you get what I mean? Just because you said it loudly doesn't make it true. Ain't nobody going to honor your expectations if you ain't put a record. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, Darius. Kiki, Shout. Twitter, no politics, Lord, baby mama, Jesus, all Lord. of it. Honestly, <laughs> we are going to be talking about the situation that went, you know, down online a couple days ago. A couple days ago, ago it's fresh. Yeah, half the it's press. Just fresh half the press. You know, we are here to talk about it. Um, this happened whilst we were in New Orleans, which we'll tell you all about. New Orleans, but. Something went down with Kiki Palmer and her mm-hmm. baby father, yeah, her yeah, partner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're together. Partner. I don't know. <laughs> she I said partner. I don't know if they're still together after this situation, but I will let Renee tell the story. Yeah. So many moons ago, and by moons ago, I mean a couple of moons ago. <laughs> in fact, not even a moon because a moon is really a, a whole month. <laughs> Essentially what happened was, if you're not on the social medias, uh, Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend, her partner, mm. Darius, had a bit of an altercation and by altercation just mostly online where Kiki went to an industry event she was there with a couple of other people and she was wearing an outfit where you know her ass cheeks was a little bit out you know what I'm saying <laughs> ranché ranché risque risque you know it was given body mm. um and then on top of that she was actually interacting with the well-known hip-hop R&B artist Usher Usher Usher, Usher. Usher. Mr. Usher Raymond. and the thing about Usher Raymond is Mr. Raymond enjoys giving a girl a good serenade mm-hmm. So Kiki was wearing this, you know, body tastic, body delicious <laughs> outfit, and then also was being serenaded by Usher. One thing about Usher is Usher gonna serenade. He oh, was giving all the vocals, the you know. Vocals. And of course, Kiki is an actress, so yeah. she was very much playing up to it, you know, giving him the eyes and all that kind of jazz. Fast forward to perhaps a day or two when mm. you know the videos hit the social media streets. We have Kiki's boyfriend partner we don't know what he is to her just yet definitely um, the father of definitely her child. the father of her child <laughs> hit the twitter streets and quote tweet the video that was circulating the internet saying you a mom though this mm. outfit you're a mom you're a mom <laughs> and ding 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 we have a winner for the social media tyrant of the day um he was then <laughs> in flux barraged with various women men children everybody <laughs> Everybody was coming for Darius's neck. <laughs> and it begs the question, what is appropriate behavior when it comes to being in a relationship? Mm. What is appropriate for, quote unquote, a mom? <laughs> what is appropriate around, you know, having communications with your partner? Should mm. they happen in private mm. or public? Mm. 
And how do we deal with tomfoolery when it, when it hits the social media 100%. streets? So that's just giving you a, a 101 on the, the issue at hand. Yeah. So we wanted to give you some context to today's <laughs> conversation, just for those of you who may not, you know, be on the Twitter. Right. Shout out to Threads. We're on Threads now. On Come threads. and follow us on Threads. Everyone is on Threads. Uh, yeah. At the moment. Courtney's on Threads. I am. I'm on Threads. There you go. So my sister is also on Threads. go. Um, so if you've been missing me from the Twitter streets, you, you can't find me on the threads. Please, like, don't dis- please don't disappear. I could, because I give it 13 days before it becomes toxic. One thing about this Courtney is when things become toxic, she's out. She left Twitter. When did you leave? Like 2020. After so. they deleted my first account. <laughs> oh yeah. They locked me out of my first account. <laughs> Story time. Um, imagine getting your university results. That's yeah. Crazy. Just graduated from That's school. So found out that you passed one of the hardest seasons God. of your life. And you go to tweet about it. And then you're like, oh, you know what I should do? Update my birthday on my oh, no. bio. And then I changed my birthday from 1996, which is apparently what I put in when I signed up because I was definitely underage, to 1997, the year that I was born. Oh. And they were like, oh, you signed up when you were underage. How about we take this account back? God damn. I had like 7,000 followers. Stop. I had like a whole body of work, of thoughts, they of evolution from like teenage Courtney. And they said, give us that right back. And I said, I'm never going to come back here again. They said, you thought you could play here? Yeah. So I made another account and Twitter just didn't hit the same for mm. me. Like it just didn't hit the same. I think also over time, Twitter just became a really toxic, toxic cesspit. Like place. an actual cesspit of just people who want to drag you down. For me, when I like stopped, because I love Twitter, I'm yeah. a writer, so I love like tweeting my thoughts and whatnot. What really did it for me was that tweet that we did an episode about a long time ago, like quite a while ago, about the, the woman that who, yeah. she's out here tweeting, I love the mornings with yeah. my husband and 10 million people See, decided to get upset about like, that if you go through our like you know library of episodes you'll see that a lot of the stuff that we touch on usually happens on twitter because That's it's insane. just so messy to messy. me but the reason why i don't think threads is necessarily safe is social media just reflects life exactly. and the same people that exist on twitter are going to come to threads anyway right. and bring that same energy so i'm just trying to curate my feed you know go and listen to a mm-hmm. few episodes mm-hmm. again um to make sure that it's something that's actually healthy yeah i think yeah. that there's a there's a fine line between banter and just something being quite toxic sure. and like teaching you to think about the world in such a pessimistic way i am hoping though because threads is connected to instagram, instagram that people are going to behave a little bit better yeah. and i think initially everyone's going to be like oh okay people can see my life yeah. on instagram let me behave and whatnot yeah. but i do think that as you were saying there's always room for nonsense 100 percent, especially on threads and people 100%. will chat ish wherever they go on social but, media the so. nonsense gives us content yeah, so here we, we go are and alas here we are exactly yeah, alas, here we are. so housekeeping housekeeping we know that that was quite a long intro but chill with us honestly it is saturday the day before you're listening to this episode Hello. Um, we landed back from New Orleans two days ago. New Orleans a week in NOLA Great for stuff. Essence Festival. Firstly, sisters, thank you. Fantastic. It is so surreal that we can travel to places we have never been to before and meet women who rock with us so bad fantastic. and who are just truly sisters. You were all fantastic, so beautiful, Gorgeous. so kind. Oh, Genuinely, the Gorgeous. the way the skin was glowing, the smiles were beaming. The US girlies, sorry, I just have oh. to say, I just have to say, if you are a US girlie listening to this, you are gorgeous because beautiful. I was absolutely bamboozled 
at the beauty. And it's it just the whole of Essence Weekend. Gorgeous. Like it was the amount of um, beautiful women we saw, like of all ages. But the sisters that came to the brunch, Hello. y'all are stunning. I was like, Inside you guys are coming out. for us and you look like this. Inside oh, models. 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 But honestly, we were so grateful that we were able to host a brunch out there. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. Thank you for speaking into TMS, giving us feedback, eating with us, clink, clinking with us. Like it's so interesting. We came with like games planned, activities planned so and like funny. conversations that we would have. And literally the whole time we just ended up speaking with amongst ourselves and we definitely overstayed our booking but Most shout definitely. out to copper vine shout, shout out, out to, to holland. Sorted, oh holland baby girl we love you Honestly. um shout out to sorted chalet the yes. entire team edwina vedette you guys oh, killed it yet again and yeah, bali again. is coming up and we are excited so honestly sisters thank you so much even the sisters that flew out because we know that there's actually some sisters that attended yeah. the brunch that they're not natives to new orleans they actually flowed out for the two my sisters community to another so, state honestly man and they suggested that we do a whole u.s tour so Hello. if that's something you want to see <laughs> you ought to you ought to drop it like it's hot <laughs> in the comments but not only that though because i know that their sisters listening to this that I, the, the kenyan sisters listen the kenyan sisters have been taking their register i've been noticing but also i ain't even gonna mention south africa <laughs> because the, the sa the south she, africa that will not I be named to, i have to whisper 100%. because a we're going there but b they said they want brunches they want live show they want everything yeah. and i yeah. don't know if we will survive you guys when we get there <laughs> but we're excited we might end up going to south africa for like three weeks Do you know what i mean Jeez. just staying there just It'll doing up nice sister sisterhood revolution like sisterhood revolution like we cannot believe that this podcast, which we started in our bedroom, like, you know, two and a half two years and a ago, half years nearly ago. three years ago, has evolved into truly a global, international and beautiful sisterhood. So thank you all for showing up, showing out, supporting us as well. Like, I don't think you realize how incredible it is to just hear your words, to feel, right. you know, the love in the room and we've just been bumping into people everywhere to be fair Honestly. who are like i listen to the podcast absolutely love what you guys are doing and it's truly encouraging please don't ever feel like oh i don't know if i should go and you, you no, no no you must, you <laughs> must. <laughs> you even must. if we're looking a bit like sour face because you know sometimes no, you have like a resting face i always tell people like if you see me outside and i look stressed still come and say hi i'm just thinking about bills right i'm just thinking about how i can make a million pounds next week but you can interrupt please, that thought. please please come up and say oh, i love your podcast oh i love you too please. i love you too it will make my day come on come and, and tell us but on the vein of support actually yes. one big big housekeeping announcement that we have is we've actually been nominated for a podcast award to be fair i was going to talk about this the fact that it is award season so let's backtrack a little oh bit if you God. follow a little somebody oh somebody somewhere <laughs> you would know that my we are sitting with a diana award recipients as if she received it. The king, the princes have acknowledged my girl, my best friend, Renee Kapuku, the first of her name, the queen of the house, <laughs> Madame Presidente. I don't even know how to react. You know what it feels like? You know when like a pastor is being, a visiting pastor is coming to church and you got, <laughs> praise Jesus, praise Jesus. For her outside standing contribution oh, thanks, to young people and honestly i am so proud of you, Thank you and friend. it is such an honor to have an award-winning co-host okay but this is about it. to be an award-winning podcast Hallelujah. okay Heavy. so please we actually need you guys to rock out and vote you know please. um it's we've been nominated for podcast of the year yep 
is it podcast of the yeah, year? yeah yeah podcast of the year i was about to say community of the year but podcast of the year um by be creator which used to be known as blogosphere so it's actually a really big deal yeah, yeah, and shout out to our good sis vika tv if you came Jeez. to whoop, the live whoop, whoop, show whoop, last whoop. year or if you've just been listening to the podcast you know that we are huge v fans tell her that stands. we're coming for her soon in fact that she's gonna sit on this couch she is soon. gonna be right here but honestly um she has been nominated for creator of the year and so it's just it's it's fun times guys god is moving things are working honestly. and wouldn't be able to do any of it without you so thank you so so much all right any other housekeeping nothing beyond vote vote vote, vote. and also donate <gasps> oh guys oh guys big school update we are on eight thousand pounds plus it. we are on eight thousand pounds are you joking? plus i'm not telling you any fibs oh god <laughs> <laughs> genuinely you're joking sistrin you're pulling my leg sistrin's masters Mas- of the internet <laughs> <laughs> I know the French girls go like that. <laughs> Mister. Thank you. Wow. 8K. Yes. Yo, that school's being built, bro. It's being built, honestly. And we were, I was having a conversation with Fredita recently just about our campaign and what we really like are now able to do. And we are thinking of like, just not necessarily capping it at 10K. 10K will get the school built, right? But now we're thinking, okay, how do we get like the best resources mm. to make it really sustainable as well? We're yeah. thinking about like solar, solar panels on the roof and then also like partnering with other organizations because you guys have helped us kickstart this That's and crazy. make it really like legit we are on the way like this is snowballing we're going so now how can we get other people who will also accelerate that growth and see that the sisterhood is vast it's moving it's mobilized and now do you want to get on this wave or not because even if you don't we gonna make it happen these kids are going to school right i'm i'm just my heart is warmed there's a lot going on. Like, sisters, when we say that this is a community of impact, of change, like, we're not just here to let, sit down and entertain you guys. We're here to feed and edify you, but <sighs> equally feed and edify the women that we care about within our community. Yeah. So this is just so heartwarming to hear. Because I didn't know this update up until <laughs> this episode. And it's just so... 8,000 k Yeah. 2K left. Yeah. Sisters. Yeah. We ride it Sister. out. Sisters. Sisters, y'all that are listening, just, you, you know... Not just the sisters, even the brothers that are cheekily yeah. listening. In. Open your purse. Open your purse. Yeah, and I, to be honest, like, big thanks. I actually know a lot of people who, you know, don't identify as sisters who are like, mm. I've, I've donated or I'm working towards donating. And genuinely just thank you. Thank you all for believing in this vision, for caring enough about people in the world, even for in sure. hard economic times. We know that it is not easy. And we come here every week and we're like, please donate. And you guys have not once like discouraged us. You haven't been like, oh, like, you know, the toxicity of Twitter hasn't made itself Hello. here. And genuinely, we have such a beautiful community and we appreciate every single one of you listening. Even if you haven't donated, just every share, every repost, Honestly. everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. So I think we're done with housekeeping. I think we are. But before we talk about... Oh, last housekeeping oh, go on. is London, ladies. There's an announcement <gasps> coming really, really soon. Oh, my. Oh, my. And don't lack is the only thing that i will say make sure you are signed up to the mailing list because something huge is coming your way okay you thank you you don't want to Grazie. be on the losing side don't, of this don't one. lose no don't lose all right like something quite big like it's not quite small. large it's too much <laughs> um don't lose <laughs> right some would yeah. say it's one of the biggest things you've yeah. ever done it's je- it, it is it is <laughs> yeah, it is, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and we are going to need every sister this is like you know conscription for war <laughs> 
<laughs> we need every sister on Not the front line. This is, list. this is warfare. We need you. <laughs> you know we that? Need you. The, <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> we can do it. We need every single one of you. London ladies, in fact, UK ladies that are willing to come to the, yes. the London. Okay. Make a whole weekend out of it. We, something is coming your way very soon. Okay. T minus three, three weeks, four oh weeks. God. Okay. I don't want you to miss out. I care about you. I love you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna win this war together. Yeah. If you're not signed up to, <laughs> to that the mailing list, list, you have seen it in year one. Yeah. You have seen it in year two. Yeah. Year three. Don't let it be the third time that mm. you lose. Mm. Okay. Mm. And shout out to all the sisters that have backed us. You think we don't know your names? We know your names. We know your names. We know your names. Know your and names. thank you so much for the outpouring of support. But something huge is coming. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah. And you should stay tuned. Well. Oh, God. Before we get into, you know, one piece of drama, someone else is going through something and we need to serve that them was first. Great. That okay? was a great little segue. <laughs> I you. love that. It's my job. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have a ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let's go. Hello, my beautiful sisters. Hey. You are amazing ladies <gasps> oh, and your stop. advice has gotten me through a lot. This is why you're the best people to ask. I'm a 20-year-old international student in Australia. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend is an international student in Europe. Mm -hmm. I've been with him for two years since oh, high school. Oh. However, the older we grow, the more different we are on core fundamental values. Mm. This causes lots of fights and disagreements that are fairly healthy. However, I am starting to feel resentment towards him and mm. I can sense the same with him. On top of that, we are doing long distance and because my course is heavily rigorous, yeah. it causes me to need to prioritize my work, which also causes fights in regards to the time I am offering in the relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of breaking up with him because I'm scared that I may never find better. Our families back in our home countries also know that we're together and are friends, which makes it harder. Mm. There are some toxic elements that are hidden by his kindness and lovingness that I shan't get into. And that makes me feel guilty when I think about breaking things off with him. Mm. I don't know what to do and I am scared of hurting his feelings. And yet I am betraying myself by staying with him for longer. Thank you, sisters. Hey, sis. Um, what was the dilemma? She basically is like, should she stay or should she go? We are having. Should we? Should I stay or should I go? We are having kind of evolutions in mm -hmm, our core mm -hmm, principles, mm -hmm. our core fundamentals, and it's causing disagreements. Right, it's right. healthy disagreements, right. but now some resentment is building up because mm -hmm. not only do we have these rifts, we're now like in different parts of the world, okay. doing long distance. Okay. I have to commit to my like education and my mm -hmm. career and it's affecting the time I can mm -hmm. commit to it. So things are kind of pining up a little. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's seeing some toxic things. It's covered up by the fact that he is loving and kind. Yeah. She doesn't know if she should leave him. She mm -hmm. feels bad mm -hmm. for wanting to leave him. Yeah. But also the thing that's influencing her to stay is the fact that their families both know okay. that they're together and they've been together yeah. for two years. Yeah. Okay. So your family knowing, I won't say it's irrelevant, but don't let that like force you or compel you yes. into staying into a relationship if you believe that it's actually not good yes. or it's toxic. That's the first thing I'll say. But backpedaling a little bit. I want to say that, first of all, sis, you're going through a very, like, big evolutionary growing phase, mm -hmm. right? There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be changes. And I think letting yourselves grow both individually, but also as a couple is important. And I'm 
like hearing the fact that you already have disagreements is not surprising mm. you're in a long distance relationship australia europe mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> so opposite sides of the world so i'm not surprised that there's going to have to be some kind of concessions made you're both in very different environments as well so in terms of like some of the core fundamental values that you may have mm. there is going to be a necessity around exploration mm-hmm. seeing what it is that you actually hold true and dear to yourselves mm-hmm. um i think it's very important to prioritize communication where you can when you are in a long distance relationship or when you can't see your partner for a while it's even more important that you're super intentional about having time to communicate mm-hmm. and not just passive communication of just like being present with each other on the phone or facetimes or whatnot but actually retouching on some of those core fundamental values yeah. that you mentioned so what is it that you're noticing about each other what is it that you are changing about yourself what is it that you've been presented with that has impacted the way that you see the world Good. It's really important for you to be able to not just go through the growth phase, but being able to articulate it and communicate it to your partner as well. Because I think resentment can build up where there's misunderstanding and misalignment. So I think prioritizing times where you can actually, you know, speak with your partner, frankly, and say, I've changed my mind on this. What are your thoughts on this? This is what is influencing me. These are the people that I'm interacting with now. And this is how this has shaped, you know, my worldview or, you know, things between us and just being really, really honest about honest about that I think also giving your partner a little bit of grace as well Mm. because as much as you are you know prioritizing your own work which you should because you know you're entering into a season or a phase where you're building your career like you're literally in the first few kind of like moments of really getting your professional qualifications and really like figuring out what it is that you want to do for the future so I think whilst you are prioritizing your work and thinking about, you know, that side of stuff for your life, also giving your partner some grace because they're probably going through a similar thing just in a different, you know, tandem or whatever. Um, I'm really asking them, you know, what are the challenges that you're facing right now? Do you feel the same resentment or this Mm. building of emotion that I am feeling as well? Like, Mm. what are your thoughts towards us, towards me? And then also I wouldn't say, oh, you know, chart out the long-term vision of your relationship to a significant amount of detail but at least make sure that you're both on the same trajectory so is it that you want to get married in x amount of years is it that you see yourselves like moving in together at some point in the future what is that timeline looking like for the both of you is there agreement on some of some of the core fundamental things as it pertains to your relationship i think is really really important to establish now in terms of the toxic stuff as it pertains to your relationship because of um, you haven't actually articulated what the toxic yeah. traits are. It's difficult for me to like give you advice in that area because I think that everybody has their drawbacks and everybody has their character flaws. This is not to deny the fact that, you know, this guy could be seriously toxic. Mm-hmm. Like it could be serious. And if you find it particularly serious to the point that it's damaging your relationship, yeah. then that may be a cause for concern and you may need to leave. However, if the toxic traits are, you know, character flaws that can be worked through or some issues that you may have with each other, I think it's important that you flag it and you bring it up to him and say, look, these are some of the things that I have noticed you doing. And then, interacting with him and judging what is his response to that criticism or what is his response to you bringing this up to Mm. him. Um, I think that will give you an understanding as to whether this is a toxic trait that can't be, you know, fixed or a toxic trait that he can't work on, or it's something that A, can be worked on, but also B, he's willing to work Mm. on. So really ascertaining, is this guy actually willing to work on some of the traits that I've noticed or willing to work with me on some of the things that are now issues in our relationship because of the way that he's behaved? 
And then I would also say, be daring and bold enough to ask him, what have you noticed about me? Yeah. Is there anything that I'm exhibiting, any signs, any behaviors that for all intents and purposes, you could be thinking, I'm fine, I'm cool, like nothing has changed with me, but he's actually noticed and it's causing issues or problems within the relationship. Definitely. So it's very much an equal assessment of each other. Um, in terms of, you know, the uh, sunk cost fallacy, right? Mm -hmm. It's you have invested two years into this relationship, your family knows mm -hmm. and all that kind of good stuff. Too many times we've seen women feel as though they are now obliged to stay in a relationship yeah. that's no longer serving them because yeah. of this, because of the significant investment. But really and truly, you guys are both very, very young very still. Young. And if it is that this relationship is no longer serving you and won't serve your future and you're not willing to put in the work, yeah. both of you equally, then it may be a time to say, okay, we might just need to call it quits and be friends. This is not me saying don't fight for your relationship because everything I've said up until till now is fight for your relationship and see where you can go. But if in the event you get to the point where this relationship can't be fought for, yeah. it's about making your peace with the fact that whilst you have lost an investment now, it's mm. you investing in your future by mm. saying no now, mm. right? And not being afraid to say, this is no longer serving me, but equally this relationship is no longer serving yeah. him either. Because again, relationships are about partnership. And if this is no longer a partnership, if this is no longer something that is actively serving us both, yeah. if this is no longer fruitful or healthy, yeah then we may have to let it go. Even if it's like a, you take a break for a while yeah. and just allow yourselves to grow and become more mature people, or if it's a, we're calling it quits and that's it. But don't allow that sunk cost fallacy. Don't allow the investment that you've put in so far mm. allow you to cling on to something that will end up breaking in the future anyways. So, so good. But yeah, that's why I would yeah. say, Miss Courtney. I completely agree with everything that you've said. I think if the only thing that I would add is Evolution is always going to happen. Mm. Like as people, we are going to start investigating our views, our thoughts, especially when you take a new step in right. terms of education or career, or you now may be surrounded by different people. Like if you're both in, say you're both going to school and you've both left your hometowns, you've left your family, you've left your original group of friends, you're now going to be exposed to different schools of thought, different philosophies, different ways of life, Absolutely. which are truly shaping you and what you think is right and how you would want to live. And that may feel... Um, that may cause a little bit of discomfort because mm. now it's like, but this is not the person who I was in a relationship with right. two years ago right. or who I, you know, first fell for. And it's okay because as people we're going to evolve, like in any kind of relationship, in friendship, romance, family, people evolve, people's views start changing. And I think the thing that you need to realize here is, okay, can we actually like travel through this? Can we help each other evolve? Can we bounce thoughts and feelings and ideas off of each other that helps shape us in the si a similar direction? Mm. Or actually, do we want to go on this journey of evolution separately? You know, you are both extremely young. You started dating in high school and you're only two years into your relationship. So you're both basically like early adults you're going to be changing your mind probably about a lot of different things and it would be good to kind of decide with each other okay maybe we need some space mm. to evolve mm -hmm. separately we're now in two different parts of the world as well we're not going to see each other as often maybe we should actually take that step back to just be friends yeah. for a while like and I'm not saying like I think if you break something you should have a clear like break I'm not saying let's take a break or let's you know just kind of be friends with benefits no like maybe it is let's take a full step back and just go back to being friends because I don't think the breakup has to be um 
full of malice or like mm. hurt or pain yeah. or like a complete severing I think that there can be something that is mutually beneficial and so if you can decide to be friends and help each other through figuring life out then I'd actually say do that um, and take the pressure of being in a romantic relationship off yeah. and I love what you mentioned about you know the sunk cost fallacy you have put in two years, but in some way you have learned so much about yourself and so much about what it is you do and do not Absolutely. want that you are still taking a dividend from this investment. You are still taking a gain from this investment, which is you've actually learned more about yourself and you've learned more about how independent you can actually be and what it is that you do and don't want. And I think those lessons serve you well as you now embark on maybe finding something new or more so just evolving as a person in general and growing and having learned from relationships. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you've had two great years mm. with this person. And if this is the end of that season, then this is the end of that season. Well, sis, we hope that helped you. We hope that you uh, feel a little bit more. I don't know if you came to us to ask for permission to right, leave him. Right. Because we don't, we we don't do that. We can give you that. <laughs> yeah, we don't do that. But honestly, um, I just say like, trust, trust your gut, like use a lot of wisdom right. as well. And realize that if you let this thing go, if it's meant to come back to you, it will, okay. you know, you, if, especially if you two remain friends and if it's not meant for you, at least it opens you up to receive whatever is for you Absolutely. in this season, whether it's, you know, being single, dating, finding someone else, or just focusing on your amazing work. And so we wish you nothing but the best. And we know that you're going to do amazingly because you're a sister. All right. Well. to now have your mom be trending for such a bad reason. Right. Um, and I think it would be good to just, this is a very like unstructured conversation just about everything that's happened in the different dynamics of this situation from, you know, taking your very intimate conversations you should be having with your partner to the online right. sphere, finding agreement within your relationship in the first place about your standards, your expectations, yep. um, but also like policing women's bodies right. and just that, that expectation society that once you become a mother, you can 
completely drastically changed. Now, context to this conversation and disclaimers, we are not mothers, all right? We are not married, all right? And oftentimes people hear this and they think, why are you talking about this topic? Because we own microphones you and we have no, a podcast. You have no expertise. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Who do you think you are? So for this one, we really do want to invite the community, the sisters. Like if you are a mom, if you are someone who's experienced this, if you have a significant other, like right. definitely drop your comment and your thoughts down below here on youtube or you can also like leave um i think there's a q a section even on spotify oh, oh. yeah there is yeah <laughs> it's yeah, shocking yeah, yeah. It's definitely type your thoughts in there but also like ig will put up a clip and you guys can comment under yeah. what it is you think about the kiki and darius situation that went down online a few days ago respectfully um, though respectfully 100 percent. and yeah definitely share that insight but what we are going to do from our perspectives is basically just talk about the framework around all of this like the, poli- the politics of it all the interpersonal personal relationship dynamics that we're seeing play out um we're going to theorize we're going to talk and we're going to just you know draw on some wisdom but we're not the be all and end all of knowledge we're not know? we're not and also we're speaking from a place of these are people that we actually interact with yes. so we have really close friends to us who are mothers we yes. have really close friends who are also men yeah and in preparation for well not preparation but we are these are conversations that we have with them constantly. anyways constantly so we're drawing from obviously our own experience yeah. but we're also drawing from the experiences of the people that we 100%. interact with that are present in our community so <laughs> there's no absence it's here. what commentary there we go. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, what are your thoughts on the Kiki oh situation, my basically? God, what a mess. What a mess. Mm. I think the first reaction that I had, like when I came across the whole debacle, um, why is this in the public? Mm. I don't know what has happened, but I think social media has almost become a what do you call it? A theatrical spectacle yeah, where it's a, circus. it's a circus. That's the word. It's become a circus where a lot of people feel the need to air out dirty laundry online. And whilst I understand the power of, you know, the microphone yeah. or, you know, the virtual podium, I understand the power of it. And I think it's necessary 100%. for a lot of communities and a lot of people to have voice and put words to things that they didn't have the power to yeah. you know put words to i do think there's something to be said around if you do have a grievance with your partner or somebody that's close to you it's really important to interact with them directly Definitely. and not in front of the audience again being hey i'm christian um in our guidebook it says that if you do have a grievance with your brother you need to actually pull your brother to the side yeah. and be like yo man I got an issue with you. And then if it actually is something that cannot be addressed, then you're pulling the community to have that conversation. And I think that- But it's just one or two in the community. Right, right, right. Elders in the community. We could talk about that. There we go. Those (laughs) that are mature and have wisdom. (laughs) I think too many of us are inviting the commentary of the public into our conversations and our relationships. And the problem with that is these people don't know you. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden- you have people that don't know you, people that don't care for you yeah. either, dragging you for filth over something that you probably should have told your partner about in, in private. So that was my first like, oh, Darius, this was a problem. And then the second was, oh, if you have an issue, you need to learn how to articulate the real issue right. and not try and shame somebody right. into comportment with you, right? Because I read that comment, I was like, man, this is whack. Like, mm. this is mean. Why would you say that? Like, oh, you're a mom. Why are you dressed like mm-hmm. that? It's like, 
Okay, so just because she's a mom, because you've articulated it in that way, yeah. my initial reaction was like, oh, because she's a mom, she can't yeah. dress the way that she wants. But you is know that what I mean? the root There's, issue? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was only because I actually looked at the video, I looked at Darius, I was like, huh, okay. It's likely that this wasn't the real issue. The real issue was you have an insecurity or you have a very valid point in that you would like your partner to comport themselves in, in a, a particular way. way. Right. And that in of itself is not, technically a bad thing but the way that you articulated it to shame her into Uh comportment with you was the real issue and the fact that you thought you were going to come and find public agreement and i think that's the thing like dragging somebody so close to you even if you do maybe that maybe they had had a kickoff you know before like there's a disagreement or there's contention there's tension there already to drag somebody who you know very intimately into the public square to be like, oh, flog her. Basically, like, right. w- what is she doing? Let's all drag her together. And thinking you're going to come and find agreement, especially for someone who has such, like, positive public sentiment surrounding her. I think that there was an element of shaming that was in that tweet. Absolutely. And it just feels so, not only distasteful, but quite hurtful. Mm. And I do think that I agree that you may have had a valid point, which is, well, these are my expectations from my significant other. But I do think the way you handle these things is what shows your level of intimacy and care for your partner. And that just didn't seem very caring. Mm -hmm. It seemed very like, throw her to the dogs. Mm -hmm. And I love that it backfired. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, like Twitter and the internet in general is a place that is very it's very hard to have nuanced conversations it's very hard to lay out the context to a 140 or 280 character tweet um and it's hard to know the history of their relationship because we don't know much about him in general yeah. oh, i mean but, we've learned now and as you see just yeah, you see what i mean and now learn. people are digging into your past with no desire to give you any grace mm-hmm. no no real care for who you are as a person and they're now dragging you for filth right and you thought you were going to come and find agreement here you thought that you were going to come and find support here and i think there's something to be said about even though there is a lot of like relationship content out there even though there are a lot of um online spaces that exist where people seem interested in relationships they're not necessarily invested mm-hmm. in the way that you would need them to in order to give you advice which then brings us to that like elder point right Mm -hmm. which is you bring people who can not only bring sound wisdom to this situation but actually want to see resolution to this situation whereas we live in an internet where people want to see entertainment from the situation do you get what i mean everyone wants to see things fall to pieces and maybe not explicitly but more so like you know they want to throw wood into the fire and see how far things can go and they're now calling you this and calling you that when you sir are a father right and do you want people speaking of you in this way do you want to be talking about the mother of your child in this way and it's in the archives now the internet never dies right and you know what It, it all speaks to the way that a lot of men interact with the mother of their children yeah right like the funny thing is with someone like darius like just a few weeks ago, this man was like posting videos and images of her body saying, mm. wow, check out that snapback body. Like she's looking good and all that kind of stuff. A couple of weeks later, it's like, you're a mom. Why are you dressed like this? And it's Because just someone like, else is enjoying it. Someone else go. is consuming it. There we it. go. And it's so frustrating because we were Seemingly. even having, yeah, we were having this conversation before like we started rolling when we were like, okay, like, have you heard about this whole situation? And it's that wrongful possession. Of yeah. Women, right. That wrongful dictation because- Again, we're Christians, so we believe in marriage. We believe in, you got to put a ring on it before you have some kind of claim. Before you start saying, you know, I want you to dress this way or whatever. Even then, it's not necessarily about like dictation, Dictation. but it's more so about, these are my expectations. These are your expectations. Are we going to honor each other's expectations? 
Ain't nobody gonna honor your expectations if you ain't put a ring on it. Um, well, and no one's going to honor your dictations if you aren't holding your responsibilities. Exactly. Down. And now everybody knows that you know she pays your bills. Ah! Now everybody Darius, is why? out here. That's you know? why. <laughs> Somebody was like, baby, why didn't you cut his phone? <laughs> I said, good God. Now people are trying to undermine your masculinity you know, on the internet, on the internet. And you brought it on yourself. For no reason. You brought it on yourself. And I think you bring up such a valid point, which is like, you know, this decision to police women's bodies when it's like, okay, this isn't about you policing. Because I do think there's something to be said about when you are in an intimate, committed relationship with someone or somebody is your significant other, having to take into consideration, okay, what would you actually want me to do? And like you said, honoring those decisions, Mm, right? mm. So I do think if your partner doesn't want you dressing a certain way, then it's a valid conversation to actually have and something which, okay, yeah, we should honor in public. So I'm not saying that he was necessarily in the wrong in his sentiment, but I think it's more so you're now upset then that other people or it seems like other right, people right. are having an access to something which you want just for yourself. But it's not just for yourself because you haven't put a ring on it. This, this is it. And also we're not saying that, you know, if the baby's a baddie, she now has to turn into a nun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This, 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 this frustrates me. Yeah. A lot of men will meet baddies and think that they're going to have to turn into some kind yeah. of nun. It's like, I've captured the bird now and, you know. Let me make her into what I you want. You can only wear this yeah. around me. You can only behave this yeah, way around for me. me. No, no, no. That's not She's the way She's her own individual works. person. And this is the thing. In this context, Kiki is a performer. She's yeah. an entertainer. Yeah. And there is a certain level of industry. 100%. This is her world. Because when I think of someone like um Sierra and Russell yeah. Wilson, Sierra has definitely come into flame sometimes about her outfits. Like, yeah. oh, what would Russell think? Well, you ain't never you don't know because Russell ain't never said anything exactly. on the internet. And also, this is how Russell found me. Right. And if he wanted me to change, I would have that conversation with him in private right and i think we really need to start honoring the private space absolutely because just because it's in a public space doesn't make your point valid right do you know what i mean just because you said it loudly doesn't make it true if you can say this thing privately it allows you to actually delve into the conversation at a depth which actually brings about change resolution and agreement absolutely and if you can't get to that point you're not going to find it in a public sphere where other people are now adding fuel to the fire and it's the fact that there is so much onus on the woman to change when she becomes a mother but it's like okay so what do we expect for men when they become fathers but oftentimes it feels like people think men are the complete package where like and men think of themselves as the complete package not really needing to evolve as a leader but having that position and that title by virtue of simply being a man like simply having no baby the the xy (laughs) it's ridiculous no baby no <laughs> like you actually together. have to develop as a leader you right. have to develop as a father you have to develop as a partner and that means you know really refining your communication style really investigating your approach to the person who you claim to care about Absolutely. and oftentimes people think men don't have to do that evolution they don't have to do that ev- development arrived. or that change they just are 
Right. They just are by virtue of just being a grown man. They just are. And it's like, no, there is still work that you need to do. But I love that you mentioned that because I think a lot of people put the responsibility of keeping a relationship intact on the women, the woman and her behavior, right. forgetting that she had a whole identity before she became a mother or before right, she right, became right. Um, a wife or a partner. And it's like, you don't just throw those parts of you away. You don't just throw those parts of your career, those parts of your um, position in the industry away especially when this is how you found me and I didn't say I was going to do anything different now obviously we don't have the full context she may have been like okay yeah when I'm out I won't do stuff like that right. do you get behind closed doors and then she came out and he was like well that's not Ass what we agree and he was like bad big bad <laughs> big mad. but the thing is for me is that is the fact that he posted her body before and it <laughs> Again, and this is not yeah. the first time people have been like, wow, Kiki, a baddie post-mom right, right, snapback right. body is looking fantastic, right? But it's fine because you thought it reflected well on you and your and choices. Also, but man. now it seems to be a threat to your masculinity because somebody else, another, um, she's being made to look desirable in front of the backdrop of another desirable man. But this is, and this is... Hmm. Even that though, I know that some people are like, when it comes to certain performers and entertainers, you get a pass. We don't believe in that. No. <laughs> we hear the sentiment. No. We hear the no. sentiment. No, no, no. We hear the sentiment. <laughs> because we know, although I'm not going to lie to you, some of the folks that would have got a, a quote unquote uh, theoretical pass, pass, the pass is no longer, we've revoked access. Oh yeah, no, 100%. 100%, 100%, 100%. The things we found out about 100%. some of your most desirable men. <laughs> Take them back oh to the shop. Oh my gosh. No goodness. longer desired. You are no longer, no longer desired. desired. We Access don't want revolt. you. Unwanted. Get Go out. away. Um, it's actually so true. It's actually so true. But I, even with that, it's like, because think about think about make. the reverse, right? Like when like guys literally, go I was to going concerts. to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly guys what I was going to gonna concert, say. And you know, a guy is being danced on. Yeah, by like a if, Beyonce if somebody or was Rihanna to give your man or... a lap dance, how would you feel? Like, I wouldn't come on here, but you're a father. You know, how could you see that you're somebody's husband? And I think that it's that, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, you should have known that you should do better. And it's like, actually, let me be honest vulnerable and transparent and say this struck a nerve with me mm, right mm-hmm. and maybe we haven't discussed it or maybe you have discussed it but this made me feel like x y i felt disrespected mm-hmm. or i felt like it was inappropriate and going forward i would appreciate um if you didn't and i think it's also giving your your partner the grace to think the best mm. of them and think you weren't doing this maliciously like right. all the context we've added you're at an industry event you're an you're an entertainer um and you're with another entertainer who actually probably knows you yeah, um, yeah. and is serenading you and you're both not just interacting as individuals who, you know, talking in each other's DMs. You're actually acting as almost caricatures and your, yeah. your personas, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's Usher, it's Kiki. Um, and that comes with a completely different world and a completely different kind of interaction. But if you, if you don't give, if you assume that your partner is doing the worst, or if you assume that your partner has bad intentions, mm. this is how you're going to go about things. Oh. You're going to attack them and their moral compass or whether it's like how can you not know that as a mother you shouldn't be doing this whoa 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 is that actually the real that's not the real issue here this struck a chord with you my baby is asleep (laughs) i got them a babysitter they are well and healthy they don't even know who usher is that man should be very happy that it was usher raymond and not some of these other industry foes i tell you if that had been dexter daps Kiki would have been hit with a cease and desist order. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because Dexter Daps has the girls doing up cartwheels, upside down, all sorts of stuff. So that man should even thank his lucky stars that everything was above the belt. Yeah. Asha was there holding her up. He said, you know what, I'm going to serenade you. Yeah. I'm not going to do entirely too much because 
I've seen Usher's concerts. Usher is on such a like comeback. Yeah, he is. And I really love him. And he's aged so well. And I would hate to find out Usher has done anything in the like. Do you have any artists who is like, no, not them? Like, if you heard something wrong, like bad about them. To be fair, I mean, Usher has had his moments in the Oh, this is true. This is true. We ain't gonna mention it on this podcast. You could go do You could search Wendy Williams. But that's where you're going to find the tea. When you things talked about it. You could go and talk. You can, you can, in your own time, you could go ahead and do all that. That ain't got nothing to do with us. We're trying to bury it, you know. Maybe that's why he's coming. That's why he's coming back with this mature energy. He's like, I'm over that huge expression. Um, is there anyone that I would be shocked at these days? I don't know. I feel like my shock has... Like, I don't believe sh- in anyone anymore. This is it, right? Because when the first few trickles of like... Trey songs came through and but you know what that was actually heartbreaking I can't lie it was it was it was but you know what and it's funny because it wasn't it Kiki Palmer who was like this guy is no good yeah Yeah, Yeah, like I think it's it's one thing to again it goes back to what I was saying about it's personas right like we're often in love with celebrities personas Mm. but we often don't know them as a person exactly like we don't know who they are as a person behind the the Mr. Still Your Girl or you know Usher Raymond it's very much like I know what I get in the public, you know, PR, publicist, curated version of Mm. you. But who you are behind closed doors, I actually don't know. Mm. And I think it goes back to this conversation, right? Where it's like, this is a behind closed doors conversation. But unfortunately, because we are living in a culture of like celebrity idols, people want to have these conversations in the public square because we are also thirsty for entertainment. Mm. And it's like, this is actually what damages relationships. And I kind of wanted to talk on like the reality of it though. Like if this was not celebrities, right? I think there would be greater understanding of like, but really and truly, should you be dancing on another man when you got a man? Again, that is between you and your partner. This is the crux of the matter here is you got to talk to your partner because what is right for, absolutely, what is right for some people is not right for others, right? There are, for example, there are certain cultures or like um, communities where it's actually permissible for you to dance on other people in a way that may be sexual, sexualizing other. What I can think of is like whining, for example. Yeah, like carnival Carnival, all that kind of stuff. In a lot of Caribbean cultures, whining is a non-sexual dance. So like, that's not an issue. However, in other cultures and not even necessarily like ethnicities or like... um, communities but yeah. in some subcultures yeah. or in some communities don't be doing that with somebody's 100 you know th- those kind of things don't do that with someone's man we can't come here and say a blanket you shouldn't be doing this with this person because that's the kind of nonsense that feeds into the fire of these conversations yeah. what we are going to tell you to do is talk to the person that you're with set your expectations Please. from early and talk about these things like don't be embarrassed or yeah. shy because i think a lot of people especially a lot of men are embarrassed and shy to have these conversations because they feel like they're going to be penalized for it or they feel like, you know, there's discomfort. And I hear it. And it's funny because I was having this conversation with a friend of mine where, you know, patriarchy has done a number on so many people that A, it makes men uncomfortable to talk about some of their own insecurities and their thoughts and feelings. But B, I think a lot of women feel like they have license to do whatever they They want want. in response to the oppression that they have faced. Whilst I get it, girl, I get it. We have been policed. We have been shamed into nothingness. 
that doesn't negate the fact that when you come into a relationship, you're working with somebody else. There it's a go. partnership. And of go. course, it doesn't negate the existence of patriarchy, but your relationship is an opportunity for you to create a safe space yes. for both of you to come together as people outside. And a outside. new culture exactly. for yourselves. A new culture. So if you are with somebody that you know you're talking with them and in the early stages of conversation they say you know what actually it strikes a chord with me when you know my like wife or partner wears particular clothes yeah. outside you can make the decision as to whether you want to stay and honor that yeah. or you want to go and find somebody else yeah. that will be more comfortable with you wearing whatever you want yeah as you found and equally for men you don't have to go and capture a quote unquote independent lady yeah. and try and force her into being the woman that you want her to yeah, be. Yeah, or, or a baddie. Do you know and what try I mean? to make her into a nun. And that's, <laughs> that's even work. another thing. Like, it, decide what you want, bro. Because you can't expect how you find a person. And this is the thing this yeah. is where men go wrong with potential. Because women, we've been going wrong with yeah, potential for, for time. time. We get, we know the consequences. Yeah. But men, I need you men, if you are going to go out with a baddie, quote unquote, if yeah. you're going to go out with a girl that dresses in a particular way that you are attracted to, don't think that you can then force them to change just because they're in relationship you with you. That's who they are. Clothes go. are part of our identity. Yeah. Clothes are part of who we our expression. are. Exactly. You may find a girl that's amenable to changing or taking into consideration based off of principles that you share yeah but the important word here is share yeah you have to share those principles there you go. in certain cultures in certain um, religions in certain communities it is necessary for you to change yourself or comport yourself differently when yeah. you are in relationship with or, someone you, do you know what i mean when you're married to someone when you're in a um long-term relationship with that person but don't think that you can possess a person relationships are not about yeah. possession they're about partnership there you go. and i think so many people enter into relationships especially a lot of men enter into relationships with the intention of possessing rather than partnering yes. with a woman so all of a sudden it's a wear this because i want you to wear right. this as opposed to describe to me why what you feel comfortable yeah. wearing this and right. you know how does this make you feel i'm really yeah. trying to understand like is this really about trying to attract and draw attention or is this genuinely just how you like dressing right? and how you want to express there's, yourself exactly there's so many like folks out there that will be like and and this is the problem with like policing women's yeah. bodies right there's a lot of women who actually wear what they want to wear because they feel comfortable 100%. in it or they like it and this is not to deny the existence of you know there are certain women that will wear certain quote-unquote provocative things yeah. because that's the 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 attention that they're actually trying to seek but for a lot of women the majority of women they just want to wear what they want to wear without being seen a particular way 100%. and i think actually having conversations with your partner yeah. with the girl that you are trying to pursue with the girl that you are actually intentional mm. with and having those conversations early mm. heavy emphasis on the early. early stop being surprised later down the line yeah. when she's you know wearing her um batty riders and whatnot and going outside because <laughs> she felt comfortable in it and yeah. it the funny thing it is attracted it attracted you, you. <laughs> it attracted and i think that's you. another thing when people are talking about like the way women dress i think there's a temptation to be like oh you're just dressing for a man or right. oh you're just dressing for you but i actually think it's more gray than that because i think knowing that we feel attractive and we feel like we look nice actually helps us to just feel better in the clothes that we wear. So right. I think it's actually a mix of the two. Like I know other people will look at me, not just necessarily men, but sometimes even women. Right. And be like, girl, you look good. You look great. And that is also helping me fuel, like it, that is also helping to fuel the feeling mm -hmm, within myself mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I actually look good and I want to wear this thing. But I also think there's, and it links really well back to the dilemma. I think more people need to become more comfortable with embracing the uncomfortable conversations that come with coming to the same page with Hello. your partner, yeah. right? If you have an expectation for your partner 
and it requires a conversation, that conversation is not going to be comfortable. I think about all the conversations we've had to have as like friends, business partners, or just even with family, where it's like, oh, this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation. But we need to get through this discomfort in order to now be on the same page so we can move forward. And so many people avoid the uncomfortable conversation and then that tension bubbles up within them. That frustration and annoyance Mm -hmm. bubbles up Mm -hmm. within them and it then oftentimes it flows over into the public sphere. It flows over into the side comments they make with friends that you'll catch the gist, you know? But it's the shady comments now. It's the looking at you some way, somehow. And it's like, oh, are you, do you feel something towards me? And it's like, surely with our closest people in our lives, we would be the most vulnerable versions of ourselves Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. order to let our thoughts be known Mm -hmm. in a respectful and in a loving way, but in a transparent way, which says actually, because we are journeying, with each other and because we are partnering with each other Mm -hmm. we actually need to journey and partner through this discomfort and the tension of this conversation together so if even if it is bringing up the politics of it or with your partner or with your friends with your brothers and being like actually when you tell me not to wear this this is what it triggers in me or this is the politics that surrounds this Mm -hmm, dynamic mm -hmm. like patriarchal standards or the pressure or the policing of women or the hypersexualization of women these are the things that I'm thinking. And I know not everybody may have the language for that, but I do think just expressing how you feel yep. and the thoughts that are coming into your mind through conversation and discussion and realizing these things can't just be had in one conversation, 100%, in one sitting. 100%. It actually requires maybe a lot of pillow talk and a lot of like, oh, can you now read this book? Or here's a podcast mm, that will help explain good. what it is that I am this actually podcast. feeling. You know, send them a clip and be like, this is exactly what I'm struggling to put the language to. Um, and going on that ride of learning and discovering each other in the hopes of coming to agreement. Mm-hmm. But I think because of the way social media is framing relationships now, people feel as though it's my way or the highway. Like if you don't do what I say, like you're saying about mm. possession if you don't do what I say do you truly love me and it's like but I'm a person I'm also figuring myself out I'm also evolving yeah. and I need to express the thoughts that I'm feeling and you can help shape that but I also need you to hear me out mm. on this as mm-hmm. well and be a, a part of the ride and a part of the journey yeah and that aspect of journeying with each other in relationship I think is becoming so lost in our generation because we want to find finished products we want to find people who are malleable and impressionable and who we can just morph into everything that we want forgetting that they are people i think also to bring a another side to the conversation is this whole idea of like women's accountability on the party knowing who their partner is and all that kind of jazz because as a result of this whole escapade online there were a number of quite interesting tweets that were brought up by darius that he had said you know 2016 2017 2018 all times when you know kiki was getting to know him all that kind of stuff and some really interesting and by interesting i mean hikey problematic stuff we're talking misogyny we're talking conservative we're talking some of the victims of for example gun violence or police brutality if they had just you know right okay yeah yeah if they had just healed right and i think there is something to be said around this behavior not that it shouldn't have been surprising Mm. but i think there's something around i want to be careful here because i don't want to do any kind of like victim Victim blaming but i do think there is a level of accountability to be taken by women lest we infantilize them and think oh you know they were just like a victim victim. of this random bout of like do you know what i mean i think there is a certain accountability that we as women do need to take when we see people exhibiting these kinds of behaviors 
and it was triggered by the fact that you were talking about like politics yeah. right like we should be again in those conversations aware of our partner's politics yes. we should be aware of you know the the frameworks or the theories or the principles that they hold dear to them early on. Yeah. So then we can ascertain, is this something that I'm going to ride through? Right. right. Like we need to not be so held up on like love or mm. like so held up on, Oh, this man treats me right. And all that kind of stuff, because just because he's love bombing you now or like yeah. treating you right now in this particular instance, doesn't make everything else that he does. Right. Come on. And it is that compromise, right? Like having to take accountability of the fact that whilst my partner is not perfect, I am essentially stepping in, into a place of agreement yes, with them. Yeah. So if something does go wrong and it's attached to a particular framework, principle or theory that I have seen him yeah. have, I can't now act shocked. Yes. I can't now act, oh my gosh, like where did this come yeah. from? Because you did perceive the signs. Exactly. And it's the same, sorry. Yeah, go for yeah. it. It's the same principle that we were just discussing about, which is you stick with what you find, right? Right. Like you, you can't then assume his politics will change or he'll become a completely different person now because he's exposed to me or he'll just bend over. Yeah. I think it's also allowing women to, yeah, have the power to, to be like, you made that choice with all of your power, but also it was a bad choice. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's actually okay. I, th I think a lot of us want to be like, oh, if it didn't work out, then it's not her fault. And it's like, yeah, actually, if we're going to talk about women having like equality yeah. then we also have to be equal in being able to make bad decisions for ourselves mm, right mm. and so i do think that the politics that your partner holds outside of your relationship and outside of romance mm -hmm, and th mm -hmm. the way they think that relationship should be orchestrated will impact you 100%. it will impact the way that your life is now going to be led and i do think it's something more people need to be attuned to but then again it requires you to be okay with having very awkward discussions and i think the awkwardness is what people are covering up with the romance mm. right like we're not going to sit down and have really tough conversations about politics philosophy like, and know. i'm not talking on like a, a university level like oh what do you think about plato it's not like yeah, that it's no, more no, like no, no, no. what do you think about religion what right. do you think about um police brutality what's your relationship with women what is your relationship you with about? women what is your relationship with children right what your, what's your relationship with money what's your I, what's your relationship with masculinity and with bills we need to like write a 101 list of things to ask in the early stages i think dating. we need a whole pdf a downloadable Child. pdf it will be 99p because it will be 100%. No, but genuinely, these are like a list of questions, and I actually have one like a list yeah, of same. a very long same. list of questions. Yeah, you don't need to ask the person like in the first stage of meetings, like, Hi, good morning, how are you? So, no, so nah, nah, nah. but even that, like, that's a whole not necessarily a date, but not everything needs to be these ostentatious, luxurious dates. Like, right. every time we meet, up, it's bro. like, Where are you telling me? It's taking me, it's like, nah let's get rid of all the smokes and mirrors and the things that would really get us in that really romantic move and let's employ a sober mind right mm. let's just sit down at a kitchen table forget the ambience of the lighting forget the the nice food let's just sit down over a bowl of grapes and be like what do you think about x y z and that's going to be our date because i need to know who it is that i am committing myself to so that like you said i can make a calculated decision as to whether this is something I can write exactly. out. Exactly.
Because again, I love what you were saying about creating a culture within your relationship. Yeah. If you are the kind of person that wants a long-term relationship or a long-term partner, if you're thinking about having kids in the future, these things contribute to the culture of your household. Yeah. And this is why so many households are breaking down yeah. because people have not cultivated the culture, culture. the environment in go. which these things can grow. Yeah. And if you don't get used to having very awkward conversations now, you it will never get easier right? Like it will actually never get easier. It will end up on social media. Exactly. And then what happens is as your partner then goes through another evolution, like think about things like midlife crisis Mm. or like, you know, having a kid and then having another kid and how that may change you and your family dynamic. Like things don't get easier and things don't stay the same in relationships. And so if you don't have a set culture, if you don't have a set, um, even like ethos that you're living by within your relationship and a, a mutual understanding about how you approach awkward things or make decisions together it will not become easier when more changes occur right and so now you actually don't know how to address the thing that has been pissing you off for 10 years right you don't know how to address this new uh era that your partner Mm -hmm. is going Mm -hmm. through you know Mm -hmm. maybe she did start off like or he started off we're really aligned and it's like 15 years later they decide actually I've had some kind of awakening maybe I don't want to be a part of this religion anymore maybe I don't you know want to work in this industry anymore and it's like if you don't know how to have very vulnerable and transparent conversations in private with your partner you also won't know how to embrace or address their new season right right? and their new evolution and that will breed even more awkwardness because you didn't want to address the initial awkwardness that existed so i need more of us to really strengthen communicating with our partner i think so many of us want to become good at communication so that we can articulate ourselves publicly right but actually good communication skills benefit you most privately this is the thing and look there's levels to this right you start with the private you address your partner if that doesn't work in fact, even if you're afraid to address your partner, this is why community is important. Yeah. You go to your boy. Yeah. You say, my guy. See, instead of, um, what do you call it? Supporting your man them to be out here cheating. How about you support <laughs> your man them to talk <laughs> adequately to their partner? About what they actually do you think know what and I mean? feel. Like, like well, oh yeah, no nah, man, she's wild and all this kind of stuff. No, nah, instead what does of that you, mean? Instead of you to say, my good brother, <laughs> if you would like to bring this up to your lady, these are some of the ways that you can do that. Yeah. How about you guys support each other? Because I know that sometimes these conversations can be tough and awkward. 100. That tough and that toughness and that awkwardness. This is why we need men, men. of the community we that are mature. And, but we also need fatherhood. Yeah. Right? These are conversations that you would have with a father figure, yeah, an uncle, good. somebody that's older than you that has been through these kind of situations, right? I think of the times where there are things that I want to communicate that I'll be like, let me actually go to my mom or like an auntie or an, somebody that's older than me or someone that's more mature or who has been through this kind of thing right Mm. this is why it's important that equally for men and women they need mature counsel because think about it Darius could have gone to an uncle and been like am I wilding uncle am I I tripping here yo I want to articulate something and they'll be able to give you some wisdom equally go to one of your boys that has a relationship or one of your boys that is married or somebody that has been in that could have been in this particular situation or has the right context to be able to give you wisdom on this rather than going to a public forum and like crowd surfing and 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 hoping that's from the crowdsourcing you'd be able to bring some kind of wisdom and unfortunately all you brought to your household was shame was shame and embarrassment publicly but also it's like finding people who are willing to also dig deeper with you and be like actually be 
behind this initial like, oh, she's wilding, there's actually deeper feelings. And I think just generally the relationship men have been allowed to have or Mm. taught to have with their feelings, right, has made this probably very difficult Mm -hmm, for them mm -hmm. to be like, can I actually acknowledge the way that I feel? And it's something that I really do sympathize with because again, patriarchy doesn't benefit a lot of people, right? Like including men. Patriarchy, yeah. Including including men. men, especially men even. And I think having fatherhood or brotherhood around you which allows people to genuinely care enough to investigate the statements you make investigate the problems you have and be like actually let's get to the crux of the matter to find out what's going on with you right not just to put you in this position of power in your relationship but to truly make sure that you feel seen and heard and appreciated but also understood and willing to go with you on that journey to finding understanding about how why you feel the way you feel um i think not enough spaces allow men to go into that depth because again those spaces are such intimate spaces that they are often private and so if you don't see the value of having private conversations and private community Mm. and you see everything as public spectacle you will never get to the root of your feelings because everything about public spectacle is shallow and surface level i mean oh heavy on the mean mean. heavy on the mean it's very mean (sighs) but anyway we have nothing to say about anybody's relationship like honestly we wish them nothing but the best we wish nothing but the best for the future of that beautiful child of theirs and honestly we want to hear you chime in like we said we haven't got all the answers we can't stand at every um different you know position of life to have every perspective in our arsenal so we want to hear from you that is the perks of actually having a digital community so respectfully drop your comments like it is hot and make sure that you are following us on instagram as well so you can chime into the conversation over there that's where it'd be happening that's where it's kicking off that's where it's all kicking off still to this day to this day so yeah follow us at to my sisterhood but of course if you want to follow our individual glowing and growing journeys then you can follow the lovely award winning (laughs) activist and advocate and um, gender equity star over here at renee kapuku and you can follow me on instagram and on threads and on youtube and on youtube at cd boating the original cdb come on now and sisters of course join the mailing list but please can you also vote for us thank you please vote for us be creative podcast of the year we'd love you we're gonna put the link down below and we're gonna put it everywhere and we're gonna keep talking about it we've got a long way to go it's like october september we need y'all to vote okay vote as soon as you hear this just go and vote but yeah back to signing up to the mailing list as i mentioned earlier on in this episode things are coming things are growing and we want you to be a part of that journey but a great reason to sign up to the mailing list is we are always going to be there weekly with those growing and glowing tips so please please never miss out on a week and sign up at www.tomysisters.com there you go well sisters we hope that you have an amazing week definitely cultivate some private community in your life and have some really intimate vulnerable conversations about how you truly feel all right don't be don't be afraid to be uncomfortable this week don't be scared don't be scared so sisters we hope you have an amazing weekend as always keep glowing and growing Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.